You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed On Demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, Nothing better than getting up bright and early on a Monday morning, is it? Especially when it's nice and chilly, mm-hmm. cold outside, and you just want to get out of that warm bed yep. and uh, start that blood flowing. Yep. <laughs> wow. There's I thought that was just me. Be- no, it's, I think that's pretty universal, Keith. I, th- I think we all pretty much feel like, yes, it's Monday. Okay, good. I thought it was weird. Really early Monday. Yeah, and it's cold. Whole week in front of me, and it's freezing. And I'm warm right now. And I'm covers. warm and comfortable, and I just can't wait to get up and... Mm-hmm. Be freezing cold. I'm glad to know I'm not yeah, a freak. Yeah, it's, oh, it's great. Well, no, I mean, I'm a freak, but uh, I'm glad to know that I'm not alone in mm-hmm. that uh, respect of wanting no. to uh, torture myself every morning. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. Love it. It really is. Uh, there's a lot to talk about, as usual, especially after uh, the weekend, a full weekend of war in Paris, which is fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Brexit thing continues to teeter on the brink of complete and total disaster. Uh, we find out that Beto O'Rourke, who raised, I don't know, $700 billion or mm-hmm. something for his campaign. And you're rounding down. <clears throat> yes. Spent every penny. <laughs> every penny. Yeah. Raised more than $80 million mm-hmm. in his unsuccessful bid to unseat Ted Cruz. Well. Um, mm-hmm. And he must have outspent Ted, I don't know, four or five to one. And, uh, of course, lost. But newly released campaign finance documents reveal that Beto spent almost... Every dime of his record-breaking haul. So, I mean, when we said he was everywhere, he really was. Uh, The TV campaign was amazing. The internet campaign was amazing. I mean, every break in Spotify, if you were listening to whatever, on Spotify in Texas. Mm -hmm. Every break on internet TV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was very prolific. But look, you know, now they're talking about him for president. He would fit in perfectly as far as uh, going up to Washington and just spending like a drunken sailor. Yeah, he um, would. So he would. Uh, he'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has four hundred out of eighty million. Okay, how much? He's got four hundred seventy-seven thousand left in the bank. Jeez. 477000 out of $80 million? And he probably has that money left over only because he ran out of time at the campaign. Yeah, probably. And because he had already probably. purchased every spot, every commercial break available on radio, TV, and internet. Mm-hmm. Um, he just ran out of time. If, if they, you know, the election had gone on for another week or so, he would have been able to spend all of it. Man, that's amazing. That is fascinating how much money he spent. And, oh, he still lost. Cruz uh, raised less than half of of what O'Rourke raised, uh, about th- almost thirty nine million, and uh, it it doesn't really say how much, if anything, uh, Ted has left. Yeah. But he beat he beat uh, Beto by two point six per- percentage points, which is a you know uh, solid win, but uh, close, closer than you would have thought. Let's say a year ago. When you maybe bet your uh, bet that you'd uh, he'd lose or you'd eat your one underwear, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, feeling a little to... more confident a year ago than I was. I was going to say you need to stop that. Yeah. You've got to stop making really, these bets because yes, it's really true. One of them is going to happen, <laughs> and, and I'm going to have a front row seat to to watch you uh, devour your undies. Yeah, which I mean can't be pleasant, right? Uh-huh. I mean that's I'm sure not something you relish. Uh, no. Uh, also, odds makers. 
have uh, President Trump the strong favorite to win re-election, even with all his Mueller stuff going on, even with the indictment talk, uh, even with the chief of staff being fired or leaving of his own volition or who knows what, he, he's still the odds-on favorite. According to sports um, sportsbook Bet Online, the odds of President Trump being reelected are heavily in his favor. He's the only ca- candidate on the list given by the sportsbook where the odds favor his winning the presidency at 7 to 5. The next most likely candidates are Kamala Harris. Mm. Surprises me. That's weird. And, of course, Beto, who is uh, in there as well. And Harris and O'Rourke are followed in uh, the Democrat field by former Vice President Joe Biden. Then Bernie Sanders, Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, and Tulsi Gabbard. I don't. Most people don't know her, but if you look her up uh, on the internet, um, she's certainly not repulsive to look at, is she? <laughs> uh, no, and she looks good. I don't surfer. know her policies, but surf. she's she's a surf girl, and uh, and just not. I mean, I can't imagine she would run for president already. Look, nobody pic- knows who she is. Yeah, a picture of um, Barack Obama walking out of the water uh, helped him out tremendously. Yeah, it, um, it could only help her even more, I would did. say. Mm-hmm. Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, so D- Donald is uh, Donald Trump is the favorite at seven to five. Then you've got Beto and Kamala Harris at ten to one. Joe Biden twelve to one odds, sixteen to one for Bernie Sanders. Um, Mike Pence twenty to one. Pence isn't going to run against Trump. Bizarre. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, and Tulsi Gabbard all twenty five to one. Then they have Amy Klobuchar, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, Michael Bloomberg. Ro Khanna? I'm sorry? And Tom Steyer. Um, who is Ro Khanna? <laughs> R-O and then K-H-A-N-N-A. Ro Khanna. I don't even know who that is. He's a, he's a congressman from, from California. Congressional. Democrat from, uh, hmm. I don't know where this, uh, let me see where this. Somewhere in California. Map is, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> they're all 33 to 1. And <laughs> then they list... Ben Shapiro <laughs> and uh, Michael Avenatti at 40 to 1. Oh, he's a champ right there. Yeah. He's going to do this. Well, I think Avenatti's already said, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to run. Yeah, but we'll demand it. We'll, we'll draft him. Yeah. Uh, Rokana, his district is uh, Santa Clara. So that's uh, that's where like the 49ers play, about an hour outside of uh, San Francisco. That would seem to be a safe underwear bet if you're going to make one, but I, I'm not going to make one. Yeah, this but, is... Uh, uh, you know, if Ro Khanna wins, mm-hmm. you should be able to eat your underwear. Look, honestly, I happen. can't believe that Ro Khanna is on this list. And and I'm just saying, I follow politics. I've never heard the name. I haven't either. So no, when you were never. saying that, I wasn't thinking, oh, politician. I, I, I was thinking entertainer. I didn't know where that was going. So uh, Ro Khanna. Uh, yeah. 33 to 1. Put your money. That's a bet yeah. I would make. What a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, you know, let's not forget Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, although she can't run in 2020 because uh, she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't quite fit the constitutional requirement of being 35 years old. Says you. She's what, 28 now? 29. 29. Has she turned 29? Uh, I think it's yeah, somewhere Yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, so she threatened to run for president just last week <laughs> and uh, while participating in a photo shoot for Politico at Harvard, Ocasio-Cortez engaged in a conversation with her photographer. Hmm. 
According to the recap, Ocasio-Cortez threatened to run for president. She said, you can't even run for president. Uh, Apparently, the photographer said, you can't even run for president for another six years. The Constitution requires a U.S. president to be at least 35 years old, of course. No, not not for a long time, thank God, she said. (laughs) Yeah, the rest of us are thanking him, too. (laughs) (laughs) Although we've been joking that because the Equal Rights Amendment hasn't been passed yet, the Constitution technically says... He can't run unless he's 35. Okay. What? So what we'll do is we'll force the Republican Party to pass the Equal Rights Amendment by threatening to run for president. Okay. I'm not sure I understand her point there. She's saying that... The Constitution uh, technically says Mm -hmm. he can't run until he's 35. Oh, okay. So she's saying that the Constitution specifically disallows a woman to run. Mm-hmm. Is that what she's saying? That's what she's saying. Uh, because then the, she's dumb, Pat. Uh, then the, photo, the photographer says, that's awesome. All the people who say a literal interpretation of the Constitution <laughs> is the only thing you should be paying attention to. <sighs> exactly, Casio-Cortez said. All those constitutionalists, I will keep vigilance. Ooh. All right. Good. All right so. Yeah, the Constitution doesn't say that, however. Uh, it doesn't say he. The Constitution says any person any person yeah she is just as butt stupid as you can possibly be she is not smart at all wow she knows absolutely nothing about the constitution about how uh our government works you know this is the same person who who said after her election that she couldn't wait until her inauguration to start signing bills into law yeah uh Putin, you don't do that as a congresswoman uh, but here's the exact reading of the Constitution. Yeah, right here. Look at that. No person except a natural-born citizen or a citizen of the United States at the time of the adoption of this Constitution shall be eligible to the office of president. Neither shall any person be eligible to that office who shall not have attained the age of 35 years old and been 14 years a resident within the United States. There it is. Ta-da! I mean, that I didn't hear the word he. No, that's because it's not there. Okay. She's not so, right. Like, she, I've, she I've really just isn't. determined that. It, it may not be a popular opinion, but uh, she is not intelligent at all. <laughs> no. No. She's got some learning to do. Um, meanwhile, she's also been uh, threatening certain people who, are, who get into these little Twitter wars uh, with her. Donald Trump Jr. shared a meme that featured Ocasio-Cortez on his Instagram that claim the policies of socialism will cause Americans to eat their dogs. It was actually, it was pretty good. The meme uh, showed two images, one of Ocasio-Cortez with the text, Why are you so afraid of a socialist economy? And another image beneath Ocasio-Cortez of President Trump with an overlay of text saying, Because Americans want to walk their dogs, not eat them. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. Uh, Yep. And so, so what'd she do? How'd Cortez she respond to that? She's out, mature, right? She's all right. advanced and years wise. Mm-hmm. She's an old soul, Pat. She said, I've noticed that Junior here has a habit of posting nonsense about me whenever the Mueller investigation heats up. Please keep it coming, Junior. It's definitely a very, very large brain idea to troll a member of a body that will have subpoena power in a month. Have fun. So she essentially uh, threatened 
to subpoena him if he keeps it up. I mean, is that not the implication? And then she was all indignant when people called her on it. How uh, ethnically dubious that was. Commenters uh, pointed out the threatening, that threatening to use the power of Congress against Americans for partisan gain is prohibited by ethics rules. Sean Davis of The Federalist pointed to House Ethics Manual stipulations that members of Congress are prohibited from threatening due to partisan politics and cited the statute. And she took issue with that, too, of course. But but that's exactly what she was doing. She was essentially saying, look out, because if you keep doing this, you know, I can indict you. I can subpoena you. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is going to be quite a ride. Oh, man. With... Uh... Ocasio-Cortez. Either that or, you know, we'll, we'll, she'll fade into the background, which I'm kind of hoping for. And I'm sure the ethics uh, uh, charge will definitely come against her from uh, the Democrats now running the Oh, House. you know that's going to They're going to sure, go after sure. her. They're not going to stand for this. <laughs> They're not going to let her come in there and threaten Donald Trump Jr. No, they believe in the ethics. They yeah. believe in the rule of law. They're, they're, they'll be all over this situation. 888 uh, Well, the holiday season is upon us we've got christmas just around the corner now it, it's gonna it's gonna be here let's see it's, it's uh the 10 two weeks from tomorrow two weeks from tomorrow so two weeks from today will be christmas, christmas eve mm-hmm. um and so no doubt the holiday feasting has already begun in your house i know it has in mine and that's where uh rid zone comes in rid zone will help you keep those extra pounds from becoming the gift that keeps on giving this holiday season. Uh, Riduzone is a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. They, t- they took OEA out of olive oil. That's the molecule that has been shown to boost metabolism and help reduce your appetite. Um, for about a buck thirty-nine a day, Riduzone can help you get through this time of year and help you look great and feel great for the coming new year. It doesn't have to be that you gain 5 or 10 or 15 pounds during the holiday season. That doesn't have to happen. Order yours at RidUZone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT, and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's RidUZone.com, promo code PAT to take 30% off. RidUZone.com. I will keep my promise. I will live in the past, present, and the future. The spirits of all three will strive within me. Oh, Heaven and Christmas time we bring. <laughs> I say this on my knees, Jacob Marley. On my knees. Pat Gray unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh speaking of wonderful Democrats, uh Nancy Pelosi was talking about wall funding and she she was answering some specific questions about whether or not they're going to, you know, strike some sort of mm. compromise, oh, good. maybe get this thing done because everybody wants it done. Um, and here's what she had to say when she was asked about funding the wall. Would you be willing to support some degree of wall funding if you got a permanent, bona fide solution on that? No. 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 Mm-mm. All right. Well, then no. I guess. OK, there you go. I guess we're done here. <laughs> so well, why? I mean, why? Why won't you fund a wall? DACA what, what, for the wall. What is the deal? You won't give up anything. You won't you won't take something in return. You won't compromise at all. You just want the flow to continue unabated into our nation. Uh just a a total never ending supply of illegal immigration. But 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 
Speaker Pelosi, uh, these kids that are here, you want them to be U.S. citizens, right? They have all the rights and privileges, so uh, how about we just build the wall there? What do you think? No. Wait, but, but, but I thought you cared about the kids. The, the no. kids that are here, you're trying to protect them, no. right? So can we no. just put a wall in exchange for that? What or? she cares about is her, uh, is her political agenda. That's what she cares. She cares about herself. Uh, and she cares about... I mean, she's, she's not willing to stop the flow of the illegals because she really believes that's going to increase the Democratic power base. They really believe that if they can overwhelm this country with people from other places who... You know, don't share the same kind of political agenda we m- most Americans have. Then they can continue in power in perpetuity. They really, be- I think they believe they can completely overwhelm the Republican Party within twenty or thirty years, and oh, they probably can. Less than that, they probably can. I mean, if they put, if they allow this to happen, look at it this way: Ted Cruz just barely won in Texas. It's yeah. not going to take twenty or thirty years. No, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's it's essentially already on us. And so there's uh, there's virtually no chance that in the next two years, well, there, in the last two years, they didn't build the wall. How do you possibly think <laughs> that now with the Democrats in, in the majority of the House, there's any chance of building a wall? Yeah, the Republicans did exactly what we said they would do. They would blow it. They would have the power and do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. There we are. And now they don't. It's what they do every time. And then they, they wonder why we're not... Uh, as republicanized as they want us to be, that's why they, they wonder why people like me say, "Yeah, I'm, I don't identify with the Republican Party. I identify as a conservative. I am not a Republican because you don't stand for anything. You don't do anything when you have the opportunity to do something." So now, as a result of all of this, uh, one of the president's maybe his main push, maybe his main campaign promise. It's, there's no chance it's going to happen by 2020, and probably not after 2020. We're just not going to get border security. That will be the battle cry in 2020 for Republican candidates for office mm-hmm. in the House, and Trump will be able to run on that again. Say, look, Pelosi won't you know deal. You want right. to make a deal with us? You know, got to give us the House again and reelect me. Sorry, I'm not falling for that again because. Uh, uh, that that is we've seen how bogus that argument is. Every time they every time they say, "Well, you, oh, we got to have the majority," <laughs> they let us down every single time. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, uh, and at Pat Unleashed on uh, in the Twitterverse, uh, where I'm so very prevalent. And, oh, yeah, we got to yeah. check the uh, results of the poll. Um, I know over oh, the yeah. weekend. Oh, yeah. What was the poll we did? The poll we did over the weekend, it was holding steady. Um, mm. I'm just going to verify, but it was um, is uh, Die Hard a Christmas movie or not? Okay. And that was what mm-hmm. we did there, but um, I'm scrolling down here. I uh, can't find it here, but the last uh, I saw, here we go. Uh, voting is over. 6634. Yes, it's a Christmas movie. Hmm. Uh, 66% of the people have a right to be wrong. And. Uh, Wow. So there you go. Audience, he's calling you out. <laughs> it was a great discussion. I mean, this discussion went on and on mm-hmm. and on. And, um, you know, there were the, I will say the people on your side were, um, were very, uh, very defensive. And so they, uh, they, really? they are adamant that, uh, it is not a Christmas movie, but, uh, mm-hmm. we all know that, um, it is. No, we, according to the guy who wrote the, the screenplay, 
Yeah, according it to is. the guy who started it, the the guy associated with the, the movie, guy who Bruce read the Willis, lines. Yeah, the, it read isn't. the lines that were written yeah, for him. It isn't. Yeah, it isn't. So, <laughs> okay. I mean, when you think of Die Hard, do you think of Bruce Willis, or mm-hmm. do you think of the? You don't even know the guy's name who wrote the who wrote the movie. Oh, the guy who wrote it. It's his name. Mr. Screenwriter Guy? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. Um, but uh, I will say, without giving away the movie, since everyone's going to watch it you know, on Christmas Day like they always do, mm-hmm. um, if not for Christmas, it would have had a happy ending. You know? Just think of where, just think of where the, uh, the uh, weapon that Bruce Willis uses in the final scene. Just imagine, just think of where he keeps that. And if it wasn't for Christmas... It wouldn't have been where it hmm. was. Since I haven't seen it since it came out, I uh, I don't even I don't I don't know what weapon that was. But uh, it, he uses uses. No, spoiler, close your ears. Close spoiler your ears. alert! I don't want to turn to Glenn back here. Close your ears. <laughs> he tapes the weapon with Christmas wrapping to his back. If not for Christmas, oh, okay, he wouldn't have that tape. Wouldn't uh-huh. be able to reach for the gun. Huh. Thank you, Christmas, yeah, for saving Christmas. Christmas is the only time you have tape yeah. anywhere. Well, That's it, says, the only it time. says Merry Christmas on it. Yeah. yeah. Christmas mm-hmm. saved Christmas in Die Hard. Okay. Duh. All right. It's a Christmas movie. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh we also over the weekend had the vote for uh for the Heisman Trophy, uh, which the three main candidates were uh Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State, uh Tua Tagliavoto. Yeah, yeah. Tag of Tagliavoto. The guy from Alabama. Yeah, from <laughs> Alabama. Tag of Iloa. Okay, thank you. And Kyler Murray from yep. uh, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And Kyler Murray won the Heisman Trophy. Okay. So, second, second straight quarterback, because yeah. obviously Baker Mayfield won, won it last year. Um, and, of course, because he's <laughs> prominent now, even more so than he was last week. Uh-huh. Because he's won an award, yeah. People have to try to bring him down. You can't have somebody mm-hmm. have a good weekend. It's an American and just tradition. Leave it at that you become famous, <clears throat> your Twitter account gets combed through. Mm-hmm. If anybody says something good about you, we got to find something terrible yep. and bring you down right away. And so, um, people went out and started trolling his his Twitter account uh, for anything that. Could be construed as who knows homophobic or um, or racist or whatever. Well, they couldn't find racist tweets. He's black, um, so they did find homophobic mm-hmm. tweets. Yeah, just Although terrible, I, terrible, stuff, terrible. Right? I mean, just brutal, vicious things. Where he, I did he? I think he might have said he wants to kill all homosexuals. Something to that effect. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was. And we can't be having this guy. I mean, that is that is that's horrible. That's really. So that's what he said. Well, okay, huh? it wasn't quite that. It was similar to it. Though. It was like it was almost like it, a, a synonym. Incredibly akin to saying, "I want to kill all homosexuals." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, his friend uh, Corey Williams okay. tweeted out, "You gonna let him talk to you like that, Dub Dub D?" I don't know where that comes from. Kyler responds, "Y'all are queers." <laughs> Okay. That is akin to genocide right there. I mean, that is. Especially <laughs> when you're 14 years old tweeting that. 14. That's the thing. Okay, so he's what? 20 now, maybe? 21? Mm-hmm. Maybe? I know he signed a uh, baseball contract a few years ago and got a $4 million signing bonus. So if he doesn't go to the... Uh, if he doesn't go to play professional baseball this year, he's got to give the money back. I don't know how he's going to work that out. Um, oh. But he was signed to a four million dollar signing bonus 
Okay, I'm going to say... Went, went ahead and played, <laughs> and now they're like, okay, either either get into baseball... Really? ...or give us back the money. Okay, you know what? I'm thinking long-term on the body and the effects and all that stuff. Baseball might be a way to go. I'm thinking I would rather avoid a... A fastball than a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm mm-hmm. going. To, I'm taking the four mil and avoiding the linebacker. But I mean, the kid's amazingly talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazingly talented. One of the top. I mean, he might have even been the top mm-hmm. uh, draft pick in the Major League Baseball draft. And now Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, jeez. Is he coming out to, to play? Like, is he talked about coming out to play the NFL I, this year? I, I, I haven't heard what he's going to do. Hmm. Um, I just know that uh, they were talking about him forfeiting the four million if he doesn't hurry up and play baseball. Wow. Um, so that's what he said, and now his career should be completely over. I don't think he should play anything. I yeah. think you you sue him to get the money back, and you give it to the LGBTQQQIA yeah. two plus. People. And can we strip him of his American citizenship, yes. too? Yes, yes. Okay. And send him to an island of misfit uh, so. homophobes. <laughs> the island of misfit homophobes. Where is the island where of misfit? Where we poke you with pickle uh-huh. forks uh-huh. until you die. Where is this island? I don't know. Uh, they, he they needs won't to tell be anybody. on it, though. Because they don't want anybody to be able to rescue the island of homophobes <laughs> uh, that are on it. So anyway, he said he used the word queer a couple of times. He also tweeted out, Cole is getting salty. He's a queer. (laughs) And how old was he here? Was he 14? 14. Maybe 15 at the most. 14 years old. Uh Uh-huh. So you know you got to... You got to put this guy... Yeah. And tie him to a stake. Yeah. And set the wood underneath him on fire. A freshman in high school. And just burn him to death. Talking like this. You have to. Get him out of... Get him out of the country. I mean, how are we even letting this guy on our TV screens? First of all, they use... The homosexual agenda or the, the homosexual community yeah. uses the word queer. They sure do. All they, the time. That's what the Q stands for. It's not even offensive. <laughs> so what's the problem here? Well, it depends on who's using it, Pat, as we've learned with other words in our language and our culture. It's, this is crazy stuff. Oh, gosh. This is just absolutely ludicrous. It's 2018, man. Uh, can we get this year behind us? According to the article, Murray is now the latest athlete to have old, racist, homophobic, or offensive tweets resurface. Okay. Again, even if you use the weird word queer, that doesn't mean you're homophobic. It doesn't mean you're afraid of homosexuals. It doesn't even mean you hate them. He's 14 years old. 14. Can we not cut people a break? No. For for being 14 anymore? Mm-mm. We can't. I'll tell you what this was. This was USA Today leading this charge over the weekend. And um, I guarantee you what happened. Last Jeez. week, um, the assignment editor probably went to um, the sports writers uh, there at the USA Today and said, look, you're in charge of this finalist for the Heisman. You're in charge of this finalist. You're in charge of this one. Find us some old tweets that, that we can just quickly put out there as soon as the, the winner is announced on Saturday night. And uh, the Kyler Murray uh, researcher came up with these. So I'm sure that the other guys had stuff dug up on them that they just, eh, we're not going to send those out yet. But uh, how shameful. That is like a new American pastime now is to dig through old social media posts. And it's like, it's, it's a sport now. It's a sport it, it to is. destroy people in its madness. And they tried to do this to a, a Milwaukee Brewers pitcher, Josh Hader. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen. And and those were tweets from when they were 15, 16, 17 years old. They're, yeah. they're like men now. Yeah, they're they, 25, 26. They also did it to Sean Newcomb of the Braves. He got within one pitch of a no-hitter over the summer. And... Uh, and it, dug up his tweet. He was destroyed, uh, you know, because of wow. high school era tweets. Uh, th- this Twitter thing is is, uh, and what a lesson this should be for all of us mm-hmm. to never tweet out anything that can be used against you in public opinion. Y- you never know what's what's coming up in your future. You you never know what kind of position you'll be up for at work and somebody will start digging through your old tweets and suddenly you're done. And that's one thing that I impart to my kids who I do not allow on social media at this point. I tell them... It's a a, good idea not to. Yeah. It really is. is Number one is, the number one rule for my kids regarding uh, technology is the internet is forever. Mm -hmm. Okay, It's never going away. No No matter matter how much you delete. You can delete it. It's still there. It doesn't matter. And number two, you're always being tracked. Particularly by Google. Yep. So uh, just always keep that in the back of your mind. Somebody knows where you're at at all times. And uh, anything you say can and will be used against you at any point in the future, no matter how good of a person you are. What do you got there? What is that What is that little note right in front it's of you? It's pretty there? chilling. Uh, by the way, over the weekend. Uh-huh. What is that? Uh, more in trivia. Correct. Once again. Oh, goody. Packers over the uh, the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Yay. Uh, what was 34-20? Uh-huh. Yeah, 34 sure was. crushed him. So what's the more on trivia record now? 12 and 2 now. 12 and 2. Fascinating. Awesome. 12 and 2. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, George! Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful Billy alone! Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. TJ Top and tweets. Thanks a lot, Keith. I was going to watch Die Hard for Christmas oh, this right. year, and you ruined the ending for me. You know what? I honestly haven't watched it yet. I warned mm. you to cover your ears. I needed five seconds. Uh, Small mouth bass. Kurt tweets. Can't watch the show this morning in waiting room at hospital, waiting for surgery. Mm. Ah, on what? I don't know. Wish me luck and a prayer. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I hope it goes well. Catch the show later. Mm. <laughs> What do you think is happening? And maybe there? a transition to a well. Uh, I mean, I wasn't going to say that out loud. I mean, it's a something? private matter between him possible? and his doctor, and I don't want to, you know. Right. Do I mean, you know, that's between him and HIPAA stuff going on here. Let's not blow it here. Yeah, you will. I don't want to use the wrong pronoun either. Yeah, so. right. That'll get your ass fired. Uh, worship leader Caleb tweets: uh, Trump Jr.'s meme would have been funnier if it had said, "People want to walk their dog, not walk." W O K their dog. Mm-hmm. See, it's uh, it's, it's a, a visual. Cook thing. it in a walk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve Madursky. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Uh, yeah, Steve Madursky tweets, the word he is not in the Constitution, Your Honor. <laughs> ah, yes, well played, they, like, Steve. From the uh, yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie, which is fast approaching now. Yeah, we're going to go. Christmas Day. We're going. We're going to this. The word woman does not appear even once not even in once. the U.S. Constitution. Nor does the word freedom. freedom. Your Honor. I feel the fire. Oh. Almost forgot. Almost forgot the drama there afterwards. Wait, wait you do that live every time? Hold <laughs> yes. on, let's time out. Yes. We gotta have a conversation. Every time. You didn't just edit that together and no. have me edit together for you no, so you don't I have to didn't. sit there and push buttons while you're trying to be artistic? No. no. Wow, guys, he does Thank this you. live. This is a professional right here. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. It's like uh 
old-timey radio, you know, when they used to just do amazed. stuff live, and uh, I am. I'm stunned. You don't know who you're dealing with. I clearly do Even not. Even now, after 17, 18 I years. I am so... I, I literally still don't thought know who that you're dealing was with. edited together. No. Wow. No, I indeed. Feel so, my eyes are opened. Uh, from Put That in Your Nest, <laughs> how can you mention Beto without oh. the interesting guitar solo? Oh, no! Come on! No! Pat. No, no, don't do it. Do not. No, Pat. Well, I mean. No. You know. No. It is Monday after all. This will get you out of bed. Bob, I've been afraid to say this. Bob, I've been afraid to say this. He met Beto, of course. I mean, you don't want to call a Hispanic Irishman Bob. Yeah. That was. Uh, Oh. That was kind of. It was a huge faux pas, I think. On well, you could get away host. with it back in the early '90s. Yes, you could. You can't be doing not now. That now. No, don't mess around with. <laughs> not now. With, uh, when the guy's pretending so hard to be Hispanic, <laughs> yeah. and then you call him Bob instead of Beto. Don't be blowing his cover now. Terrible. I mean, what a terrible faux pas. Uh-huh. Guy should have been fired, and today would be. You know what? Would can, be. Can we go and retroactively fire him now for an offense from three decades ago? I'm going to say yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. Good. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, I actually misspoke about the uh, Kyler Murray contract that he, he got from baseball. It's $4.66 million. Oh, well. $4,660,000. That changes. Yes. $4,660,000. Okay. That's a good paycheck. That you I, I don't think it want to changes get the story entirely, though. Yeah, because I mean, it's another six hundred sixty thousand dollars. I would not go play baseball for four million. No, because four point I mean, six. Please. Now I'm starting to think. Now you've about insulted it. me at four million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. At four point six, I'm starting to think. Okay, starting maybe they're to, yeah, serious. There's something here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing baseball if I'm him, man. Like I said, I'd rather avoid a. a fast I think that's his plan. Actually, than a linebacker. It's, a, it's his plan. Um, you know, it, but who owns the rights to him? I think it's Oakland. Uh, yeah, Oakland Athletics. Wow. Number nine pick of the 2018 draft. Wow. So he's going to report to Arizona next spring mm. and start his professional career. It's already set. Uh, so he's he's decided, I guess, to to go ahead and... So of course you would if you're going to miss out on $4.66 million if you don't. So he's got one more game to not get injured. Yeah. Or, or I guess... Uh, yeah. Two, two possibly if Oklahoma wins there. I would imagine he's probably taken out a pretty serious insurance yeah, yeah. policy, mm-hmm. but he sadly didn't insure himself against Twitter. <laughs> Again, you know, it's worth it to keep your, your kids completely off mm-hmm. of the social media nonsense. I mean, is that hard for him? I guess, but it's going to be a lot harder when stuff like this happens to him later on and they're losing jobs or losing out on opportunities or you know, causing some kind of embarrassment to them later yeah. in life. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. Stay anonymous. Not worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 888-900-3393. Um, Senator Maisie Hirono of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been pretty prevalent of late. Um, she was speaking out really strongly in the hearing, the, the hearings for uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, and now she's informing us as to why Democrats are so much better than than Republicans. And I think we've all suspected this. It's you know, they're just so smart. Oh. They're just so darn smart, as she lets us know. 
uh, in in this wonderful side. We have a really hard time doing that. And one of the reasons that, that it was told to me at one of our retreats was that we Democrats know yeah. so much know that so it's much. true. And oh. we have to kind of tell everybody how smart we are. And, yeah. and so we have a tendency to, to be very left-brained. Wow, that's uh. So I have to tell everybody how smart. You know, if if you're that smart, you don't normally really have to tell people how smart you are. You just show them. Maybe you could do that, Maisie. So, I don't know. So humble. Yeah, humble is what she is. I don't think she was saying that Democrats are, are smarter than Republicans, Pat. I think she was just saying Democrats are smarter than everyone. Everyone. I mean, just voters. You don't realize this, but we're smarter than you. So you're just gonna have to take our word for it, and you just check the little D. And you'll be good. Straight Democrat, we'll take care of the rest of here. Of course. And that is what they believe. Uh, That is what Democrats believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. It it, it is wonderful to have them show us how to live, how to uh, operate, and show us how stupid we are. Yes. And that we can't function on our own without them. I can't make a food choice without them. And see, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. If she doesn't point that out, right. then we're so stupid, we would never come to that conclusion ourselves that we're they're smarter gonna, than us. We're, we're just, we're dumb. So thank you, uh, Senator <laughs> Hirono, for pointing out what we were not capable of knowing intuitively. Well, there's no way because we're just not, we're just not as smart as she is. Um, another couple of real smart uh, Democrats that are touring the country right now, showing how smart they are. Well, I mean, they're touring some of the country, and then, and then some of the country is saying, you know what? Uh, nobody here wants to see you, so um, you might cancel your speaking tour. <laughs> I believe this happened all through Texas, right? I, th- I think they had to cancel their their uh, their Texas get-togethers. I think so. Bill and Hillary Clinton struggling to sell tickets in these stadiums for their speaking tour. They had a half or three quarters empty stadium in toronto canada and you thought okay well maybe maybe it's because it's canada uh nope it's pretty much everywhere the uh former president and presidential candidate are offering fans a chance to spend an evening with the clintons oh yeah and quote experience a once one-of-a-kind conversation with two individuals who have helped shape our world and had a front row seat to some of the most important moments in modern history. And all for less than $100 now. Yes, all right. Tell me what happens here. Come on. Uh, the enthusiasm uh, they drew on their 2016 tour has died down just a bit. Just a tad. And now they find themselves talking to half-filled stadiums. Uh, the speaking tour launched in Toronto. Hour and a half discussion. Uh, reportedly covered everything from the killing of the Saudi journalist uh, Jamal Khashoggi to how they met. Oh, I love which story. I haven't heard enough of. Right that moment yeah, when they know. Yeah. when they saw each other. Uh, there, yeah. she, she was, I think, in a classroom yeah, carrying her and, books. And Bill was uh, was coming into the classroom right. or walking outside, and she was just stunned. And yeah. there he was, yeah. man. And then he looked at her and thought, oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, I mean, what's <laughs> not can, to look at? You can kind of see why, can't you? Mm-hmm. Mm. Man, I would just, whew, we were in the wrong place at the wrong time, Pat. Electric. Bill got there first. Electric. He got there first. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so while Ticketmaster won't comment on how many seats actually were sold for the first event, uh, the <laughs> Daily Mail quoted officials who said 3,300 tickets were sold. Now, that's in a stadium 
with 19,000 seats. Wow. <laughs> I love it. So that's about, that's not half empty. That's three-fourths empty. 3,300 out of 19,000. So now uh, the tickets are being offered on Groupon, which is, uh, you know, bargain basement stuff. Uh, floor seats sold for more than $300. 30 minutes before the show, tickets were reportedly being sold for as little. <laughs> I love this. So you want a floor seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be, on, think, I want to be right there. How pissed would you be if you paid 300 bucks for a floor seat? And then you find out that 30 minutes before the show opened, the floor seats are available for $6.55. You know what? It serves you right. Because if you're that much of a Hillary Clinton sycophant, Jeez. if you love the Clintons that much... You deserve. You know what? You yeah, deserve you, that, yes. and you should feel good about it because you're obviously a socialist and you want to give more to the cause anyway, right? No. Yes. Okay. Yes, I like that reasoning. In a desperate attempt to avoid uh, repeating their Canadian experience, uh, Bill and Hillary are now selling tickets for fifty nine percent off the bargain coupon website Groupon uh, for their May nineteenth show at the Forum in Inglewood, California, which seats more than seventeen thousand people. <laughs> Tickets usually priced at $77 are now going for $35. $120 tickets are going for $50 and $175 down to $72. And I'll bet they'll be reduced even further by the time by the time the event rolls around. Because how embarrassing to have a 19,000 seat stadium and have 3,000 people in it. They're wow. going to start. I think I think what's going to happen on Groupon, I think as, <laughs> as these uh, speaking engagements get closer and closer... What you'll do is you'll um, go to Groupon and, and you know get the Chinese buffet uh, two for one coupon and then they'll mm-hmm. just throw this in. They'll be like, hey, and by the way, if you if you act now, we'll throw in uh, tickets to see Bill and Hillary uh, for free. And as people part will be of like, Groupon. no, no thanks. Like you know what, this deal mm-hmm. isn't as good as it was uh, before they packed that mm-hmm. on. No thank you. <laughs> uh, all right, here we are, uh, first part of December, uh, December tenth, and certainly not too early. This would be a great time to take care of some really cool christmas gifts for that special person in your life especially if you have a gun enthusiast in your life uh this year the coolest absolute coolest gift you could possibly give might be the iTarget pro system this uh enables you to uh practice with your weapon at home because uh instead of using a bullet there's a uh, there is a caliber specific laser that you put in the gun and that detects exactly where your shots land on the target. So it uses your smartphone and their app and then this caliber-specific laser. And you can target practice right in your own home without bullets going through walls and furniture. It's, or people, certainly. So completely safe. Go to uh, the letter I, then targetpro.com. Check out the video. Choose your caliber and download the app so you're ready when the system arrives. And right now, you'll get free shipping through the end of the year. Plus, you could save an additional 10% when you use the offer code PAT to purchase the iTarget Pro system. This is going to save you money. It's going to save you time. You don't have to buy a bunch of ammo. You don't even need ammo. Uh, you don't need range, the range and range fees and driving to and from and all of that hassle. It's iTargetPro.com, offer code PAT, iTargetPro.com. What happened then? And in Whoville, they say that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. Pat Gray Unleashed. 
Uh, he was banned from entering the Australian Football League, the Women's Australian Football League draft last mm-hmm. year. So that's why uh, he transitioned, she transitioned instead mm-hmm. into handball and is now <laughs> dominating handball. For Although this is not line, the kind yeah. of handball that we're used to. No, well. This is a different sort of handball. I think. Careful, because there's a lot of things going on in that story. Um, but uh, I would just say, uh, uh, this, this is not a gentlemanly thing to do. No. To go from the, the dude sport into the female, and then you're dominating. Yeah. Um, what a jerk. Well, it's what happened, you know, it's happened in high school sports. And it's, you know, you got to feel for the, for the girls involved, for the women involved, because they don't believe it's fair either. Mm-hmm. And I guess their opinions and their sensibilities can't be taken it's into an consideration. Injury risk. Seems it's like an it. injury risk. It really is. Mm-hmm. But look, the league has um, weight um, uh, specifications. And I'm sorry, he, she does not meet those now. And, yeah, when you're 6'2", uh, 220? I mean, that's, that's a, a big woman. That's a, that's a big woman. Big girl. Yeah. So anyway, um, mm-hmm. play with the men. Although, hmm? she's not. Well, maybe she does now. <laughs> in a way. So to speak. Sorry. 888 uh, We also have a, a fascinating story about a teacher who lost her job for not using the proper pronoun for a transgendered student. We'll get into that as well. Coming up here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Senator Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, worship leader Caleb uh, tweets with moron trivia being 12 and 2. I propose an experiment next year. Follow only one team for moron trivia. Hmm. See if you predict that one team's season record. Hmm. Interesting idea. Maybe follow the Browns or something? Maybe. Maybe. Look into that. I don't know. The rules and regulations of moron trivia are pretty what? sacrosanct. Sacrosanct? You know? mm-hmm. Well, who's to say we can't do the same <laughs> team, though? You know? Yeah. It would be kind of fun, but I don't want to mm-hmm. risk it. I don't, don't want to put my faith in, like, Cleveland or uh, Atlanta. Actually, Cleveland has the exact same record this year as the Green Bay Packers. They're both 5-7-1. and one. Huh, how's that make you feel? Uh, really crappy, thank you. Well, you have really more wins crappy. than the Falcons do. <clears throat> yes, that's true. And uh, beat the beat the crap out of the Falcons over the weekend, which was nice. Yeah, uh, I don't know. And that's why we were, we're up to 12-2 and two now, because that was uh-huh. a game we predicted correctly. I don't know who was playing quarterback for the Packers, but yesterday against the Falcons, that guy looked like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> hey, see you what that. you did there? See what I did? Yeah. You see, because it, it was, was Aaron, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. See what I yeah. did? Uh-huh. They made him look like Aaron because, Rodgers. Yeah. Because they're the Falcons. He, he was Aaron. Oh, because Rogers. he was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And they're the Falcons. And they're the Falcons. So it's like a perfect storm of uh, mm-hmm. awesome versus suck. And TJ Toppin tweets uh, Pico. Remember the shark Pico? Oh, Pico. We followed What's for a while. Doing, man? Pico's the, the shark that yeah. left the Gulf Coast. Yeah. And went all the way around the country. Well, he climbed over Florida. The, yeah. Remember, he walked across Florida. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then up. went up the East Coast and was obviously, it was, it was like. This time, it's personal. And he was after some Texas family that uh-huh. moved back east. Uh-huh. Well, now apparently he's headed south for the winter. Yeah, look at that map. Look at that map. I mean, 
What's he doing there, Pat? What is he doing there, that shark? What is what is that trail that he's got there? Seems to be swimming around. Swimming around. Seems to be doing what sharks do, is what you know, which concluded. is swim around and look for food he's, and then eat the food. He's down the... And then they might chase some more food and then they might eat that and then they'll swim around some more. <laughs> he was all the way up uh, Long Island, New York, and now he's down the Delmarva Peninsula. He's down there near Virginia now. <laughs> he's just, he's a shark and it's interesting. he's swimming. Interesting, though, that, the, you know, we cover so much territory. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing. I like it. Uh, also, Steve Madursky tweets, by next week, by, by next week, the Clintons will be paying people to yeah. show up. Please. Yes, they will. Please. They got the money. Why don't they do that? Why don't they do that? Why don't they do that? And to get people to jam pack into those stadiums when nobody cares anymore about the Clintons and what they're doing, what they say, what they think, how they feel. I don't care. Nobody cares. <laughs> Even Democrats don't care. And when you get to that point, it might be time to just, you know, take your money yeah. that you made from your public service. And we know you're rich now. We know you made over $100 million in speaking fees and whatever else. Just go enjoy that now and leave the rest of us alone. Yeah, think of it like this. Not only do they not care, but they love Beto <laughs> even more. They've fallen in love with him. But it's actually worse than that for Hillary as far as 2020 goes. Mm-hmm. Um, they love Joe Biden more. Than Hillary? Than Hillary, right? On these odds and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the odds uh, were very much, like 12 to 1 on Biden, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hillary didn't even, did she make the top? Are they even polling Hillary? I don't think they even polled Hillary. I don't think they did. She's not listed in those odds anyway. Okay. Uh, Obviously, President Trump is the odds on favorite, 7 to 5. And then the next closest is uh, uh, Kamala Harris and Beto and Beto tied ten to, ten to one ten to one. But pe- more people, I bet, are showing up, and I don't have the hard facts here. I'm just going on, just seeing the clips and the video and stuff like that. I bet more people are showing up to these book events, these book signings by Joe Biden, than they are Hillary's uh, auditorium mm-hmm. tour. Yeah. I would like to know that fact, Hillary actually. and Bill. I mean, you got yeah, the his, you got the bolt, the two of them how together. How much you want to bet Bill wasn't originally a part of this? And they they're like, oh my gosh, we're not selling tickets. See if Bill will come too. And they're still not selling tickets. Possibly. Mm. You know, and Bill's it's interesting because in the nineties, no no Democrats cared about Bill's indiscretions. Nobody nobody cared about him. You know, using his power dynamic against this poor intern who was twenty one years old. Well, now it's changed a little bit. Hmm. Now their feelings have changed to the Clintons. Uh, they've fallen in love with other people, <laughs> Barack Obama and Beto among them. And now he's got that Me Too movement uh, to haunt him as well. So I'm not sure he's a, he might even be a liability in mm-hmm. this tour. They maybe should have left him out of it. That's interesting. Yeah. And they maybe should have left her out of it. <laughs> maybe you should just stay just home tour with some other family completely maybe you should just go away forever Clintons yeah. could you do yes. that for us that would be nice we'd be grateful uh, after nearly seven years of teaching French at West Point High School in West Point Virginia Peter Flaming, Flaming is now out of a job the school board unanimously agreed to fire the teacher last Thursday over his refusal to use new pronouns when addressing a transgender student. Here we go. A West Point ninth grader who was born female and transitioned to identifying as male over the summer. Didn't become a male over the summer, but identified as male. And the student complained that Vlaming made the student 
feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and singled out by not specifically referring to the student as him. Oh, no. Why the hate? Why? Now, Vlaming didn't say, I don't think he called her her, right? Didn't make it uncomfortable, didn't go out of his way, no. He used the, the new name, which they don't say what it is. Yeah. But the student changed the name they wanted to be called. So the teacher went ahead and did that. But for whatever reason, didn't refer to uh, her as him now. And so <laughs> the student was now uncomfortable uh-huh. and went to the administration and got him fired. Of course. Jeez. What a world. Now, it, it's, now Vlaming had taught the student before, the year before, um, and after the switch, agreed to call the student by the new chosen name, but just avoided using pronouns altogether to refer to the student uh, because of his Christian faith. Hi. How about I just don't want to do it? Don't yeah. lean on Christian faith as an argument here. Just say, no, I'm, I'm just, no, I'm not going to do this. It's stupid. <laughs> Can you not say that? Is that not? Is that not a, you can't say that. As my attorney, you can't say Mr. that. Gray? No, no, you can't say that. Okay, sorry. I shouldn't <laughs> sorry. be. Sorry, shouldn't it's be a teacher. Stupid. I'm not calling. I'm not calling her him. I'm not going to do it. That's. That, I think that's a pretty solid defense. You would think in the state of Virginia it would be. Yeah. I'm but, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. With all due respect, members it's of the stupid. school board, this is stupid. In fact, I would much mm-hmm. rather be watching football right now than talking about this. I don't even care if mm-hmm. it's uh, the Atlanta Falcons on TV. I could be doing anything right now than up here talking about this stupid situation. Mm-hmm. He's already agreed to call her him by the right name. Yes. I mean, he's not. he didn't go out of his way to be a jerk and didn't even make the point. Uh-huh. He made a great point. I'm being fired for what I'm not saying. I mean, it's madness, man. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's just, you know, you start to wonder, okay... Is this is this something we need to take a stand on as a as a people? Yeah. Do we need to, or do you just cave in and say, "All right, if you want to be called her or him now, all right, I'll call you him now." What do I care? But think about that. Think I know about it's, this. It's anti science. It's anti reality. It's anti. Uh, it's anti everything. It's anti-common sense. He's saying, look, I'm sitting at my desk, right? And someone comes up and it's like, pass out the test, please. You know, pass these out. You know, oh, wait, here. Can you hand this to whatever the name is? Okay. He's not saying hand it to her. That's why he's fired. Mm-hmm. He's just refusing to say hand this hand to her. Hand it to Jim. Yeah. He's saying uh, hand it Instead to Instead of Betty. Yes. I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's, it is ridiculous. Insane. It is ridiculous. I'm just starting to wonder, I, okay, how, where do we take our stand on this? Where, Mars. Do we take a stand on Mars. this? Mars. I don't, just what, what do you, what do you, what do you really, what should we f- be fighting for? Is this worth fighting that battle? <laughs> is it worth it? Um, I, I, you know, it is, I think. I think it yeah. is because we're being made to deny reality. We're being forced into denying what's actually real. It's worse than that. And isn't that what happened in 1984? Yes. We're being forced to say things. Two plus two equals five. Say it. Okay, well, do I need to make a stand on this? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Two plus two equals four, not five. All right, I'm going to put a cage with a rat in it. 
over the top of your head. And it's going to gnaw away at your skull. Mm-hmm. All right. Go ahead. Because I'm not, I'm not going to say two plus two is five. I'm not going to do it. It's the same thing, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's the same thing. I'm not going to call her him because she's not a boy. Now, again, I, I've said this from the beginning. If you ha- if you have the surgery and you really you change your parts, I, I okay, I guess you, you've had the treatment, you've you've made the transition. It's really serious, so you know, okay, and I guess. Think of it like this: not only is he being fired for what he's not saying, he's not even given the latitude to make a mistake. Remember, he mm-hmm. taught this student the year before, right? So mm-hmm. in his mind, this student, I don't even remember, is it going from female to male? Is that what we're doing here? I, I forget yes, now. Ma- female okay, so, to male. So in his mind, she's a she from an entire year of having this student. Mm-hmm. Jeffy sat right there on Friday and repeatedly referred to the Chargers as the San Diego Chargers instead of the L.A. Chargers. They've been the L.A. Chargers for two seasons now. I do the same thing. People make mistakes. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. That's, that's worth mm-hmm. a firing right now, effectively saying San Diego Chargers instead of L.A. Chargers. That's what's happening right here. This world is gone, man. We have lost our ever-loving minds when the state of Virginia is voting five to nothing to fire a guy because he refuses to use the pronoun that, mm-hmm. that, the, that the student wants. Not because he's using the wrong one, even. It's and he says, he I'm totally happy to use her new, the new name. I'm happy to avoid female pronouns, not to offend, because I'm not here to provoke. But I can't refer to a female as a male. And a male is a female in good conscience and faith. Uh, his lawyer said, uh, tolerance is a two-way street. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> That's awesome. No, it's Where's not. Where's the rim shot? Where's the rim shot, man? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right. Read us that line one more time. What is this? Uh, who is said a, what now? is a two-way street. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. My client respects this student's rights. He's simply asking that his rights be respected no. as well. No. It's a good point. The student is absolutely free to identify as the student pleases. The school board adopted one viewpoint and required Mr. Vlaming at the cost of his job to repeat that ideology, repeat that viewpoint. That's where it's compelled speech. That's where it violates his First Amendment right he still retains as a public employee. Really something. Man, and, and the school board. The school board, uh, as you can imagine, this obviously went to them, and they voted 5 nothing to fire the teacher. 5 nothing. Nobody even dissented. There's no... Nobody said, hey, we're going to really, we're really going to force this guy to use the wrong pronoun when addressing the student. Seriously? We're really going to do that? Nobody had that thought, apparently. They just did it. In the state of Virginia. So they issued a statement saying, as detailed during the course of the public hearing, Mr. Vlaming was recommended for termination due to his insubordination and repeated refusal to comply with directives made to him by multiple administrators. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That is really something. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, get ready. This is going to be... This is going to be quite a bumpy ride, I think, as we transition into this pronoun thing. Um, in California, we had that story not long ago, where if you don't use the right pronoun, you could go to jail. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. You could go to jail for improper pronoun use. 
I'm telling you, this is uh, frightening. And it's not going to get better. We're just going to let it keep happening. Um, I mean, it's it's thought control. It, this is 1984 stuff. And uh, there was a TED Talks speech recently. Um, her name is uh, Nita Ferrani. Talking about brain decoding. Talking about the ability now that that is pretty much here to be able to read your thoughts, to be able to see your brain waves and understand them and decode them. Oh, boy. Listen to this. Uh, here's what I'm you had to say. I'm deeply concerned about what this means for our freedoms and what kinds of protections we need. I believe we need a right to cognitive liberty as a human right that needs to be protected. If not, yes. our freedom of thought, mm-hmm. access and control over our own brains and our mm-hmm. mi- mental privacy will be threatened. Mm. What you're seeing is my brain activity when I was relaxed and curious. To share this information with you, I wore one of the early consumer-based EEG devices like this one, which recorded the electrical activity in my brain in real time. It's hardly the most sophisticated neuroimaging technique on the market, but it's already the most portable and the most likely to impact our everyday lives. This is extraordinary. Through a simple, wearable device, we can literally see inside the human brain and learn aspects of our mental landscape without ever uttering a word. While we can't reliably decode complex thoughts just yet, we can already gauge a person's mood. And with the help of artificial intelligence, we can even decode some single-digit numbers or shapes or simple words that a person is thinking or hearing or seeing. Despite some inherent limitations in EEG, I think it's safe to say that with our advances in technology, more and more of what's happening in the human brain can and will be decoded over time. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Well, that, that's that great. Be a so, great day. I mean, she makes an interesting point about them reading our thoughts, decoding our thoughts, but also controlling our thoughts. That's coming with te- technology, but it's already here with things like this school board that's controlling how this teacher must think and respond to this transgendered student. You have to use certain pronouns or you can't work here anymore. I, I, amazing. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. We're entering a brave new world. 888 uh, Let me tell you about home title lock. This is something that maybe you haven't thought about an awful lot, but you should. Um, 500 million um, Marriott customers had their data stolen from them last week so they got the names they got their financial information from the credit cards personal information like date of birth address banking info passport information basically everything an identity thief needs to become you go online and transfer your home's title into an alias all stolen from marriott starwood last week Now, the credit cards are easy to replace and shut down and all of that. But once a thief locks onto your home's title, all online now, they can easily transfer your home out of your name and into theirs. So, 
Protect your most valuable asset, your home, with Home Title Lock. They put a virtual barrier around your home's title, and if they detect any kind of sinister activity, they get on it and shut it down. Your your home's title could already be compromised, and you can find out by signing up at HomeTitleLock.com for your free title scan and report. That's a $100 value. They'll They'll give you that for free when you just sign up. This is something to really, really consider strongly right now. Um, and get that peace of mind that this can't happen to you. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and sign up. HomeTitleLock.com <laughs> My mouth bleeding, Bert! My mouth bleeding! Zuzu pedals! Zuzu! There they are! Bert! What do you know about this? Merry Christmas! Pat Gray Unleashed. 888 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, where Steve tweets, having more wins than the Falcons is like weighing less than Jeffy. And eh, not that big of an accomplishment. Got it. Thank you, know? you for that one. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, conservatarian lady. Hey, Pat and Keith, if tickets to see the Clintons were on the register racks at the Dollar Tree, <laughs> I still wouldn't buy them. No? Me neither. Yeah, me neither. You're right. Uh, Laura Q, Bill and Hill should bring Liz Warren with them. Then they could sell tickets for one 1,024th the regular price. <laughs> they're about they're about that that discounted at this point. Pretty close. <laughs> uh, Rebel Republican tweets. Uh, Thank you, Senator Hirono, for telling us how smart you are. How would we ever know otherwise? That that's how we know that Einstein was so smart. It was because he told us he's smart, not because he produced brilliant practical theories that actually worked. That's right. That's what she said. Uh, it is smart. Yes, yep. exactly. Um, oh, by the way, we have some. Uh, we we got ugly sweaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, ugly Christmas sweaters. Pretty awesome. Take a the look at these things. Shop.theblaze.com. Shop.theblaze.com. Uh, look Put that. that in your pipe. Ugly Christmas sweater from the Pat Gray store there. And uh, mm-hmm. and you don't need me to tell you this, so I'm just telling everyone else. You just tweeted out a direct link if you'd like mm-hmm. to check out those sweaters for yourself there. All right, good. good stuff. Because there's not just the ugly sweaters. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of... Uh, oh, there's all sorts of all stuff. All kinds of paraphernalia. Yeah, you got the hats. You got the winter caps. Mm-hmm. You got, um, uh, what else you got? You got the coffee mugs, mm-hmm. t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. They have mm-hmm. white and black. Yeah. They get the hoodies. Yeah. I mean, Pat, there's lot of, lot everything Pat Gray Unleashed related that you could possibly want. Uh, perfect Christmas gifts waiting for you. Um, oh, look at this. They've even got uh, got a little frog. Yeah, what? Stop turning the friggin' frogs gay t-shirt. <laughs> oh, do they? Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, that is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Good. And then a swimsuit, which I know that you're into. You want the uh, yeah, Blaze One Piece, right? Very much so. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Things are not going well right now in Manawa Niarawa. Oh no. Yeah, uh, Manawa Niarawa. TV journalist Miguel Mora was driving home from work when he was pulled over by armed police. He said they ordered me to take off my glasses and put a hood over my head. Then they took me by the neck and forced me into a pickup where an officer told me, you're responsible for the death of police. If you keep effing around, we're going to kill you and your whole family. Mm. That seems a little harsh. That was the police? What's happening here? Sixth, it was the sixth time he'd been detained by police in a week. He also faces criminal charges of, quote, inciting hate. Uh, While drones have filmed his house and armed men on motorbikes track his every movement. Uh, it's just part of an escalating assault on on press freedoms in Niarawa, <laughs> unleashed in the wake of 
the civil revolt that paralyzed the country earlier this year. Journalists have been beaten, arrested, robbed, radio stations raided by police. This week, both the U.N., and the IACHR condemned the intensifying harassment. This government has banned protests, captured opposition leaders, and now the only thing preventing a totalitarian dictatorship is the independent media. This is a stage where they try to silence us. Uh, chilling. Wow, where's this happening again? Manawaniarao. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Anti-government protests broke out in April, sparked by the mismanagement of fires in a protected reserve and fueled by fiscal reforms that slashed social security. Mm. It's just part of socialism falling apart. And it's happening all through Central and South America right now. Specifically uh, where? Manawa, Nicaragua. It's in Venezuela too. Venezuela. But but particularly in Manawa, Nicaragua. They're really cracking down on, uh, on journalism. Uh, because they, uh, the free press is an enemy of the of the government, of course, and they can't have that. Mm. Uh, it's just a little bit reminiscent to me of um, all conservatives being silenced in this country. I mean, nobody's apparently uh, putting you know sacks over our heads and dragging us by the neck and threatening to kill us, but they are shutting us out of Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook. Apple, um, Google, everybody, yeah. these major corporations are trying to shut it down. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. Over the weekend, uh, someone dug up a four- or five-year-old tweet from uh, Jack from Twitter where he said, uh, uh, just sat down next to a uh, transvestite sipping on a vodka lemonade. Going to be an interesting night or something like that. And so people are like, oh, well, it's been nice knowing you there, Jack. What do you mean by that? Interesting night. Oh, I mean, we could do this all day. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, you know, having fun with him because he bans people that have views that aren't popular. Yeah. Amazing. That's where we're at. Amazing. When you said Jack, though, I was thinking Jack in the Box, not Jack mm. from Twitter. So. Oh, don't ban Jack now in the Box, it. man. Okay. Then we're going to eat, man. <laughs> Come on. I will keep my promise. I will live in the past, present, and future. The spirits of all three will strive within me. Oh, heaven and Christmas time we bring. <laughs> I say this on my knees, Jacob. On my knees. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Welcome. Hey, uh, Mercury One partnering with uh, City Impact. I've been on the ground in Alaska since the earthquake last week, the 7.0 earthquake. Gosh. Serving homeless uh, meals, um, bringing supplies, blankets, shelters, as you can imagine. Pretty cold uh, this time of year in Alaska. Assessing the home repairs. Uh, They're working with churches to impact their communities. They're equipping local first responders with comfort aid. They're counseling, giving uh, spiritual and emotional care. Um, Lots of help is needed. It's a very costly deployment. If you want to help out, please go to go visit mercuryone.org. It's mercuryone.org. Yeah, and, and it's I appreciate as anything you can do. Warm as it's going to be for the foreseeable future up there. It's in the 20s. I'm going to get down to 7 mm. degrees in a couple of nights. People without their homes, I mean, yeah. miserable to be going through, really? it, especially right now. Um, also, the big snowstorm uh, hit a, much of the south over the weekend, snow started falling early Sunday morning, blanketing much of North Carolina by the time the sun rose. 
And winter hasn't even officially started yet, obviously. <laughs> it doesn't start till the 21st. Many areas in North Carolina have already exceeded, already exceeded their average snowfall for the entire winter season. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. Yeah, I, I thought snow was going to become a yeah, thing of the past. Yeah, tell your kids about it because they're not going to know. Right? Wow. Okay. Interesting. Um. Yeah, it was supposed to be... That was supposed to be something that you're, you're going to have to tell them that, hey, there used to be this uh, <laughs> crystalline precipitation stuff. It was kind of frozen rain almost, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of fell out of the sky. And what did it look like? Sort of blanketed the earth, and it was really pretty at first, and mm-hmm. then people drove over it, and it got all okay. icky and nasty and, 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 and sh- what, slushy. But uh, What color does it start off as? It started white. It oh, well, that's probably why we don't have it anymore. You probably banned that color. Super racist. From snowfall. society, and yeah. now we can't yeah, yeah. have it anymore. Right. Okay. And so what's happened. we don't. We don't have it anymore. <laughs> Uh, except we do, and we got more of it in North Carolina than they get in an average winter <laughs> in one day. In one day. I love it. Um, so, so I mean, and this just continues to happen over and over and over and over again. Plus, it continues to be a pretty cold uh, fall in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Mm-hmm. It was Saturday. I don't think it got out of the 30s, did yeah, it? Yeah, it was uh, 36 and rainy all day where I lived. I was watching that rain-snow line like the weather geek that I am. But uh, no snow, but very cold rain. Really cold. Yeah. Uh, all right. 888-900-3393. Over the weekend at the box office, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet was number one again. I think this is three straight weeks. Brought in $16 million. It's up to 140 so far. It cost 175 to make. So that's that's not into uh, profit profitability quite yet. Dr. Seuss's The Grinch uh, made 15 million. It's up to 223 million. That's so it's doing pretty well actually. Creed 2 is at 96 million. That's about doubled its its cost. Uh, then you have the Crimes of Grindelwald, the uh, Harry Potter sort of spin-off movie. Ugh. Hundred and forty five million. I saw that. So, oh, you did? Just so you didn't confusing. like it. Huh? Yeah, it's a little My kids got yeah. it, you know, because they're obviously Democrats, smarter than me. Yeah. Um, as we learned earlier in the program, uh, mm-hmm. Senator Hirono telling us. They're that. really smart. Yeah, and I just couldn't follow it. And uh, I'd seen the one that came out before it that when I thought still was really good. It? But this one was just like no, all over complex. the place. So I mean, it's, it's just... so complex. Okay. It is a little convoluted. You've seen it, right? Yeah, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd yeah. you think about it there? I, I liked it, but it is convoluted. Yeah, it's, it's 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 just I mean it's obviously a bridge to a third movie. Oh, and a like fourth they, and a fifth. Yeah, okay, There's but they didn't even care. The second one, they were just trying to throw all this crap, and I just my simple mind. Couldn't you know what I it. like about it though? I mean they they stood up to the pressure, and I don't know if I should like this, but I just like somebody saying, uh, "No, I'm not doing what you want me to do." Mm. They left Johnny Depp in the movie, even though there was that big outrage over it and they i mean there were fans demanding that he be fired and jk rowling said no no i'm sorry i forgot honestly i forgot what did he do i forgot well there i mean there's some there's some Hmm. there's some reports that he he abused his wife oh which is not cool Hmm. obviously i mean that's it's bad but they came out with this joint statement that it didn't happen and so I don't know if that was part of a settlement that she got. Who knows? Mm, well, he was great in the movie, but he's he is good in the movie. Really good, yeah. And I, I do like the 
political correct crowd to be to just sit down and shut up. Just shut up. I'm going to yeah. do what I want with my movie. And I got news for Hollywood. Um, if we're going to start kicking people out of movies for bad things oh, that they've you're done, gonna have, you're going to have no movies. We're going to be sitting in a dark theater for two hours <laughs> looking at a blank screen. Yeah. That's what it's going to be like. Hey, pass the yep. popcorn. Yep. Oh, I love this part where like you the want somebody screen stays off. Pure as the driven snow. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck on that. Wait, you know what? There's one guy in Hollywood history who is probably pure as the wind driven snow. I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy named Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Can you tell me? What, do you remember anything about him? Anything? I don't. Just, I don't any movie lines thing come to him. mind or anything? No. Well, uh-uh. You're not fun right now. <laughs> that kind of hurts. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that blatant and obvious is set up. Yeah, well, I tried. And I knew as soon as you said, you know who is? I knew who you were talking about the you, second you, you said it. You knew where I was it. going, right? <laughs> okay. Mary, Mary, don't you know me? Yeah. There, there you go. You're welcome. So, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, are, you, are, you, are you working for Potter now? There you go. Well, you J- Jimmy, Jimmy, are you in the room? Look at that. See? Awesome. Thank you. You thought so, right? You I did. he was alive again. I did. And in the room. And then I was disappointed. Point. When I looked over, I was just no. You. It's just oh, me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of you know abuse and stars who abuse and trying to find somebody who has none of that taint on them. Uh, look at what's happening at sixty minutes and CBS in general, but sixty minutes especially. For decades, they've pretty much been left alone because. You know, they've been so successful. They've been top 10 forever. What is it, 50 years now? Yeah, right. Um, And number one for a lot of that time period. And so they were were pretty much left to their own devices. Mm -hmm. And apparently it cost uh, the show quite a bit. Um, There's been a lot of inappropriate conduct by some of their top executives. According to lawyers hired by CBS to investigate the workplace culture, uh, in a draft of a report for the board, investigators wrote that the physical, administrative, and cultural separation between 60 Minutes and the rest of CBS News permitted misconduct by many 60 Minutes employees. So the executive producer, Jeff Fager, was fired in September after he threatened a CBS News reporter looking into allegations about his bad behavior. Uh... The investigators wrote that the firing was justified and he engaged in sexual misconduct with colleagues and failed to stop misbehavior by others. They also said the misdeeds during Fager's run as executive producer began in 2004 were less severe than under his predecessor, Don Hewitt, who actually died in 2009. But apparently he was not uh, a great guy uh, at the helm. He created the program in 68. He produced a show for 36 years. He's a legend. But investigators said that CBS continues to pay out settlements. Uh, in fact, at least to one woman who claimed that Hewitt sexually assaulted her on repeated occasions and destroyed her career. The settlement was reached clear back in the 90s. It's been amended multiple times, including this year. In total... CBS has agreed to pay that one former employee more than $5 million. Um, then there's, of course, Les, Les Moonves, who is the head of CBS. He was fired from his job because he faced numerous allegations of sexual misconduct, which he denies. But the board hired two law firms to conduct the investigation into the allegations against him. 
they were asked to determine, in part, if Moonves had violated his employment agreement, hoping to get out of having to pay him $120 million to get rid of him. Wow. Uh, the draft copy of the report says investigators believe that the board would have multiple bases on which to claim Moonves was fired for cause, then they wouldn't have to pay him. In the draft, the investigators expressed concern that women were not being promoted into key positions at CBS and that more musc- a more muscular process was needed to protect employees who alleged misbehavior. Uh, but there is apparently a toxic work or frat house environment for women at the uh, news division of CBS. Now, the, are these I thought these were the... You know, these are, aren't these the inclusive, the wonderful, the the equality people, the people that support women, the the people that support equality, the, the people that uh, are shocked by men acting in a toxic masculine way? Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, 60 Minutes has been operating under a cloud of uncertainty ever since Fager's uh, dismissal. Current show is run by Bill Owens, who is second in command um, and is on a short list to take over the show permanently. Uh, but would it surprise anybody if turns out he's got some issues in his past as well? Who doesn't? I mean, it's getting to the point where there's no one left. Yeah, but, all these but, people. Except for Jimmy Stewart. Other than that, we're done. <laughs> no? Not going to do that one? <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's a, Worth a shot. Getting a little obvious. Oh, really? Uh, 888-900-3393. You know, when your ears are clean, you don't get to hear really good uh, or really bad uh, Jimmy, no, Jimmy Stewart that's good. impersonation. It's so good that I love hearing it. Uh, they can get itchy. They can get painful. They can get plugged up. And it makes it harder to hear. And a lot of people just use cotton swabs, just jam those in, and then that pushes all the earwax deeper inside your ear. That's gross. And it threatens your eardrums because, you know, they're pretty tender and, and you could puncture those. You don't want to do that. The Wax RX system, though, was developed by physicians, and it's the one they use in their office, and it's just a lot cheaper when you use it at home. comes with everything you need to clean out your ears. Uh, there's a doctor-developed... Wax softening drop to break down earwax inside the ear. Then specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip, which gently delivers the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush everything away. And then a pH conditioned formula, which rinses and soothes your ears. Just a great system. Go to usewaxrx.com. Order your reusable system today. It's going to cost you a lot less than a doctor visit. Use the offer code radio and you'll get free standard shipping. Usewaxrx.com. <laughs> My mouth bleeding, Bert! My mouth bleeding! Zuzu pedals! Zuzu! There they are! Bert! What are you doing? Oh, Merry Christmas! Pat Gray unleashed. My mouth bleeding, Bert! My mouth bleeding! <laughs> Zuzu's pedals! Zuzu's pedals! Uh, Good stuff, man. Yeah, it is. Thank you for I doing it. Have that. you seen the movie yet? Oh, I've seen it many, many times. I mean, this year. Oh, no, no. Don't you watch it every year? Is it like a... Uh, yeah. Oh, really? I mean, every You're not that into year. It's a Wonderful Life? I don't know. I mean, can they um, can they technicolor it yet? I mean, oh, that, yeah, they've done that. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it this year. Maybe I will. I mean, I've just I've still got uh, a lot of Christmas movies on the list to see this year. I haven't gotten to Die Hard yet this uh, season. <laughs> and so it's definitely, uh, it's definitely on the list as well. Die Hard. Oh man, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Nancy, 
tweets, paraphrasing Maggie Thatcher, being smart is like being a lady. If you have to tell people that you are, you probably aren't. <laughs> uh, from any calls yet, Ivan? <laughs> I'd much rather buy a ticket to see Jeffy than to see the Clintons. Well, I mean, it depends on what and, Jeffy's doing on stage. Mm, yeah. I mean, let's be specific, please. And from uh, Steve, my preferred pronoun is the gangster of love. That's nice. I like it. Uh, some people Steve? call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. Uh-huh. That was a tweet from Steve. As I uh, speak of the pompadus huh. of love. Yeah. Uh, from Steve Miller that tweeted us there? Or who was that? Oh, it's, uh, oh no. it was Steve Madursky. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So close. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Trump administration has dumped the Obama era school lunch requirements <laughs> at long last. Uh, in an effort to make school lunches fun again and allow children to eat them, mm-hmm. uh, President Trump is relaxing requirements for healthier choices that were pushed by uh, former First Lady Michelle Obama. Uh, Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue said the Obama-era rules limit schools' ability to provide meals that are both appetizing and nutritious. If kids are not eating what is being served, they're not benefiting, and food is being wasted. It's part of the Trump administration's effort to limit regulations that place restrictions on industries like oil and coal. Uh, Requirements for lunches with less sodium, trans fat, and calories... You're championed by Michelle under the 2010 Healthy Hunger Free Kids Act. <laughs> the act also required schools to offer more fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. Mm-hmm. The standards began going into effect in 2012, and the complaints began at the exact same moment. That's just an ironic twist to the story. Y- yes. Don't try to. Right. I see what you're doing. You're coloring the news. That's what you're doing. Now. I am. I'm spinning it. Uh huh. I'm spinning it uh-huh. negative. Like this was not a good thing for yeah. the first lady to tell kids what to eat and I mean, what not to. Y- you don't want uh, American kids mm-hmm. to grow up with arms that look like uh, former first lady. Michelle no, I Obama's? do. I do because they're they're amazing they arms. Something incredible arms. Something else. Um, so under the new Trump administration rules, schools will have the option of offering flavored. Low-fat milk to children, as well as more time to cut sodium levels in school meals. Uh, noodles, tortillas, biscuits, and other products made with refined grains are also back on the menu. <laughs> Good. Good. So chocolate milk is one of the things that's coming back, I guess. Yeah, um, I think that's what that is. Apparently, it's going to be low-fat chocolate milk. <laughs> uh, so, But, that, I mean, that's great. The the first lady of the United States should not be deciding what our kids are eating at school. <laughs> Thank you. That really that hacked me off at the time. Some of those pictures that the poor kids were were tweeting out and yeah. posting on Facebook. It was uh, nasty. It was like it was worse than prison food. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, it was. And so they weren't bad. eating it, and they were wasting it. It's just getting thrown away. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not good for anybody. Uh, this is a great. Now, a lot of times we complain about President Trump's tweets. <laughs> this one. I love. Uh-huh. Uh, President Trump tweeted last night. A couple ver- nights ago. Very, oh, a couple nights. Uh, very sad day and night in Paris. Maybe it's time to end the ridiculous and extremely expensive Paris agreement and return money back to the people in the form of lower taxes. The U.S. was way ahead of the curve on that. And, the, and I love this. Mm-hmm. And the only major country where emissions went down last year. Think about that. That's- 
That's great because that's what the whole thing is about this global warming yeah. tax. It's supposed to be about curbing emissions, mm-hmm. right? Well, we are. We are. Yep, and that's what they're writing over is uh, like what 60% of the cost of fuel over there now is this uh, tax to stop yeah. global warming. Which they are dropping. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah, they are now, now that their city's burning, and now, now that they're contributing to global warming by, I don't know, the smoke going up in the air in the city of Paris. But Trump makes mm-hmm. the point, look at this, we lowered taxes here, and we didn't impose this stupid Paris Agreement type tax, and uh, our emissions are going down, it can be done. Yeah, we, let's see, did we impose a carbon tax? Uh, on fuel? Well, I mean, no. the house is just changing hands here, so... Uh. Oh, they will. Watch. <laughs> they will. And this this protest, by the way, is spreading to Belgium, mm-hmm. Denmark... Uh, some of France, uh, France's territories uh, off the coast of uh, Africa. Yeah. I mean, it's getting some legs. So, and they're wondering if it's coming here. Well, you start imposing carbon taxes on fuel, and it will come here. I mean... It, it will. I mean, we, we almost riot when uh, ATM fees go up. Yeah. So... You impose something really stupid. Uh, here it's, we go. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, um, the South Africa uh, Congress is now telling uh, whites, white farmers, that their time is up. Uh, the country's National Assembly approved a proposal to change the constitution <clears throat> to make the so-called reforms legal in a vote of one eighty three to seventy seven. So it paves the way now for land to be taken away from farmers without any kind of compensation. That's not a problem, is it? Mm. Now, when when we were raising concerns about this a while ago, it was all conspiracy talk. It was white national talk. It was it was not happening. Now, it wasn't probably happening in a genocidal way. But there were, there were certainly murders. instances of murders, there were murders of farmers being killed. It was effectively the the new government that's in power there. Um, it was basically their policy being acted out by their minions. Mm-hmm. Now it's a much yeah. more... It, it's coming where it's going to be the law of the land. Mm-hmm. And now lawmakers have agreed to set up a committee that will write and introduce a new bill for land expropriation. So there's a deadline of... The end of March next year for the committee to present its first report to Parliament. Uh, But there were some heated scenes in the House when politicians clashed over the plans. According to local reports, economic freedom fighters uh, argued land grabs must go ahead. They declared, your time is up, white people. That is a quote from one of the uh, government officials there. Yep. Yeah, from one of the MPs. Your time is up, white people. Wow. Uh, That's kind of chilling. Yeah. Uh, According to the Daily Maverick, to achieve real and effective land reform is possible under the existing constitution, not your populist agenda. You should be ashamed of yourself. So they did provide for uh, taking these farms from the people with, um, and I think, compensation of market value, right? Wasn't that what the Constitution called for initially? Was that you can go ahead and confiscate their farm, but you got to pay them for it. So you're not just stealing it from them. You're actually you're paying for their farm and telling them to go away. Well, now they don't have to give them a penny for it. They don't have to compensate them at all for I it. I think uh, by the end of March, 
that right? Yes. Into March. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, that's going to go well. You, but, you know that's going to go yeah. really smoothly, and I can't see any problems developing from that. Can you? Uh, put that nice. on your calendar. End of March. End of March. End of March. Uh, March. Interesting things. South Africa. Happening in South Africa. Uh, And of course, you'll be a white nationalist if you mention anything about it, I'm I'm sure, in the meantime. Yeah. Um, All right. 888-933-93. Here's some news about income inequality that (sighs) doesn't matter. Seems like your heart is heavy over there. What's really heavy and then i realized no wait it doesn't matter (laughs) i don't care because this doesn't hurt me how does it matter how much jeff bezos makes um to me because (laughs) it doesn't cost me anything except for the money that i freely give him that you know my wife is buying from amazon products (laughs) uh but if you've ever wondered how long it takes jeff bezos to make what you make in a year yeah we have the answer for you now okay 30 seconds. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jeff Bezos earns more in 30 seconds than the average worker makes in a year. Wow. Oh, there's some perspective. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the the average uh, worker earns about $37,000 a year. And uh, Jeff Bezos makes more than that. In 30 seconds. Well, less than that. Uh, you round it up. Facebook CEO. Um, what's that girl's name? Uh, what's his face? Oh. What's her face? No, that's is this Zuckerberg? Not Zuckerberg, right? The CEO of Facebook? It's that... Uh, Sam, oh, it's the woman? Uh, well, I guess it is Mark Zuckerberg. I don't yeah, know. it is Zuckerberg. I thought it was that uh, lady. He well, earns the same sum every, every 60... It takes well, him 60 seconds, though. Bezos earns uh, 37000 every 28 seconds. 28 seconds. See, you made it sound like <laughs> it was going to take him a full half a minute. No, it's yeah. not. It's not. So, so now I am pissed about the income inequality uh-huh. there. Because, I mean, 28, 28 seconds. Now like, it's ridiculous. Right. When it was 30 seconds, I, I thought, could, okay, I could well, almost identify reasonable. with the guy. That's reasonable. But 28 seconds? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Now it's. <laughs> now I'm bitter. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm uh, not so happy. So that's how you get to uh, be worth $144 billion mm-hmm. overall, I guess, by making $37,000 every 28 seconds. Not bad. <laughs> wow. But, but you know what, though? I'm with Jeffy. Where are the drones? When am I going to see a drone drop a package on my lawn? Yeah, we've been heard about that for a Come long on. time. and I Make it happen, rich man. But you knew that was going to be tough because because the government's involved. FAA government all of that stuff all right triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three use that number uh tomorrow when we'll see you again right here on pack gray unleashed